All over your radio dial, online at 953theticket.com and on your TuneIn app by searching for KNEA. If you want to shout at us today, you know the drill, 870-930-3776. The number on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also shout at us on social. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio. One place to head on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, where today's poll question is posted using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. Joined in studio today for the duration by producer Ryan James. That's right. Filling in for Alex again. He's got another busy day ahead of him. So going to knock out the two hours of the workday red zone today. Yeah, yeah. Should be an easy day, I think. I hope. We got we got like stuff. Got some to talk stuff. About. Yep. And if you get bored, you can look out the window, and it's actually not a terrible view. It's today. not cloudy anymore, but I do. <laughs> I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But apparently, we don't gotta, say it. Okay. Just don't. I mean, let's enjoy. There's, there's one way to not be the bearer of bad news. Just don't just say. Just don't the bad be news. it. Let's yeah. just enjoy the sun while it's here. There you go. Yeah. Just embrace like a coaching mentality. Mm-hmm. Just one day at a time, one show at a time. I mean, they say one game at a time, but you get where I'm yeah, going with this. Yeah, I, I get it. So right now, you know, don't. Let's let's not talk about let's tomorrow. Let's not talk about it. I'm I'm all good for that. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everything you just said kinda yeah. out the window there. But hey, sun's out today. Let's uh yes, let's enjoy absolutely that. enjoy it. Yep. Uh hopefully we'll be able to enjoy a couple of hours here on the workday red zone. Uh, just looking at some of the things in store over the course of the next couple of hours. Uh, we got a lot of hoops talk. Uh, that's going to happen today, previewing and recapping, and we'll try and do both of those here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Coming up in the second hour of the program, we want to revisit a conversation that we had earlier this week with Arkansas State Track and Field Program Director Dr. Jim Patchell as the Red Wolves get their indoor season open today, and uh, several other news and notes we'll throw at you over the course of the next two hours as well. Looking at some headlines today, final non-conference road test of this season. For Arkansas State men's basketball. Red Wolves in action tonight at Air Force. Playing at Clune Arena for the first time since 2001. The teams did meet last season. And that was in Jonesboro with A-State claiming a 68-46 win. Tip-off tonight, of course, in a different time zone. So you can bump back an hour, 8 o'clock. With your pregame coverage starting up at 7.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. Meanwhile, last night, uh, A-State women's basketball cannot overcome a rocky fourth quarter. At North Alabama, and they lost to the Lions by the final score of 82-68. to Leilani Ogman was in uniform, making her A-State debut. She did have a good game, scoring 14 points and recording 8 rebounds. But uh, again, ultimately a loss. A-State returns to action Sunday at 21st-ranked Arkansas. Game time in Fayetteville is at 3 o'clock. Of course, you'll hear that one here on the ticket. Elsewhere, it's going to be year two of the Crimson and Cardinal Classic as ninth-ranked Arkansas men's basketball takes on Oklahoma in Tulsa. The Sooners pulled away late for an 88-66 victory last season. Saturday's game is at noon. In uh, some coverage you'll hear later on tonight, we do have some Grizzlies going on for you as they're going to be returning to the court at FedEx Forum and taking on the Detroit Pistons game time at 7 o'clock. Grizzlies 10.5 point. Favorites. Again, we'll see if we can sprinkle in conversations on all of the aforementioned topics throughout the course of today's show. But for our KavanaughCars.com question, who you got in tomorrow's 123rd Army-Navy game? We could throw out lines or whatever, but we'll just make this easy for you. You can either tell us, go Army, beat Navy, or go Navy, beat Army. Uh, this is... a, a 
of all the games that occur where, you know, I, I don't really have a rooting interest, this is hands down my fave. This is this is priority TV watching. It's, it's must-see TV every single year when this game occurs. And things in college football change seemingly all the time and every year, and I am so thankful that at this point in time, the powers that be have not have not done anything yet to tweak Army-Navy because just everything about it is is perfect. It's the game at the U.S. Military Academy in West Point and the U.S. Naval Academy at Annapolis. And the students there spend 364 days a year preparing for this one and getting ready for this contest. There's no other tradition, no other competition, no other rivalry that lives up to this one. And it's just a tremendous sort of pride for everybody that takes place in the event. The basics for tomorrow, it's going to be a 2 o'clock kickoff on CBS. And the national pregame will start half an hour before that. However, if you want to get into and embrace just all of the pageantry that's that's going on to this, going on with this event, and of course is just uh, unbelievable with the march on and things like that, uh, coverage is actually going to start on the CBS Sports Network at 11 a.m. So they'll have some really, really in-depth previews with the game and conversations that are going on at Army and at Navy and, and everything building up to this. Radio coverage, by the way, is already underway. There's several several national radio uh, groups that are already set up in Philly and getting ready for this one. Again, it is going to be link at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, which makes sense. It's actually been played there quite a few times over the years, although it is going to be the first time since 2019 that the game is going to be there. Uh, this is, again, it's, it's Philly is 125 miles from Annapolis and 142 miles from West Point. So uh, you can certainly get a, a whole lot of folks from both areas able to show up and, and be there. In fact, 89 of these previous 122 matchups between these two institutions have been played in Philly. So this is uh, kind of a, a big-time deal for this one, obviously. When you look at how this one has gone over the past few years, for a really long time, it was it was big time. Actually, at the beginning of the 2000s, big time, big time, dominated by by Army. And they went off, and, and they won a whole lot of these, and then it kind of switched up a little bit. And now it, it, these teams have kind of alternated back and forth. And I say the early 2000s were dominated by Army. I apologize. Dominated by Navy. I'm reading uh, <laughs> reading incorrectly and I do not want to do a disservice to the midshipmen here. It was Navy that had the 14 game winning streak from 2002 to 2015. I knew that sounded wrong when it came out of my mouth. Army has had a little bit more success as of late. Then won four out of the next five in that stretch. And now the teams have alternated wins the past four years with Navy winning in 19-21, Army winning in 2018 and, and 2020. Last year's game was pretty interesting. It was low scoring as they always are. It's always, you know, one of the fascinating questions with this game is always how much uh, either team is going to pass. What is the over-under on total passes attempted in these games? But last year it was Navy that was a winner 17-13. to 13. They actually had a, a fake punt late in the game that was able to set up a field goal 
and help Navy secure that victory. But again, all signs point to what should be a fun one, what should be a close one this year. To be honest with you, neither team has actually gone out and had a, a spectacular season. So when you look at, you know, some of the storylines with this win, there's there's not a bowl bid on the line for anybody. There's not a championship game on the line for anybody, anything like that. That, But, you know, that, that doesn't matter. Both of these teams could be rolling into this one over. And it would still have all of the drama and all of the excitement of any other year. Of course, one of the things that I like to watch with this one, in addition to what's actually going on on the field, is the incredible uniforms. And this year, they do not disappoint. Both institutions put out, like, hype videos of their unis. And... Navy is going in a pretty cool direction. They're actually going with space-themed looks, which is going to celebrate their 54 graduates have been that have been to space. So they've got, like, a spaceman on one side of their helmets and the word NASA on the other. And on the back of the helmet, it says, From the Sea to the Stars. Meanwhile, Army is going in a different direction and honoring the soldiers of the 1st Armored Division during World War II. So, by the way, Navy pretty much going in a uh, white uniform with Navy lids and red accents. And then Army. There's a, well, kind of an, an Army green, and Army brown. Uh, more of a brown color with gold accents. A little bit of an ombre effect. Gold numbers. But both uniforms, pretty cool. And, of course, when you read the stories behind them, it's, it's really neat. Uh, but, again, 2 o'clock is going to be the kickoff time. And we are interested today in your rooting interest. You can weigh in on our poll on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. We've thrown out the question of the day, but we'll go ahead and step aside for our first break here in this new now. We're brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Get caught up on what's going on with A-State, uh, some football news. A little bit, a little bit, nothing groundbreaking, but more on that when we come back. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puedes ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. David Martin Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Arkansas State and Northeast Arkansas. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, go to David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business. Desks, seating, cubicles, design layouts, space planning, and more. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross that finish line. Online at dmi-office.com and next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1975. 
NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive-thru is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. At Texas Roadhouse, we love our community and we love giving back. Check out our Facebook page at Texas Roadhouse Jonesboro to see our upcoming Dine to Donate fundraising nights. You get our famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls and local nonprofits get 10% of the night's food sales. It's a win-win. And for the most convenient dining experience ever, download our free app from the Apple App Store or Android Play Store. Order to go, enter our fabulous giveaways, and never wait for a table again. Texas Roadhouse. Legendary food, legendary service. 1813 South Carolina. 68 years ago, my great-grandfather, Glenn Sane, opened up Glenn Sane Motors in Rector, Arkansas. Since then, my grandfather, Danny Ford, has expanded the dealerships to Paragould, Arkansas, and Kennett, Missouri. Throughout our history, our customers and employees have become family. Quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships have kept our customers coming back for over four generations. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card for no credit-needed financing options. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out with you today. This noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Who you got in tomorrow's 123rd? Army, Navy, game. Always have like. I, I I never can decide what direction I want to go, with this one. My my grandfather, was in the army. My step grandfather. Was in the navy. My father was in the air force. <laughs> so we're we're kind of all over the place. So uh, I don't necessarily have one strong rooting interest tomorrow. Just want to see a uh, a great game, 2 o'clock to kick off. Uh, let's talk some other football with you, though, as uh, we've got to, just a little bit to get caught up on uh, in, in terms of the Red Wolves. Have not seen any additional portal offers today. Uh, it's probably been an hour since I looked. We'll double-check here on social media and see if – Anything has came out in the last few minutes about any departures or 
anything along those lines. And I'm not seeing any. So, uh, again, the number stands as, as whatever it was at yesterday with just a couple three departures announced this week for Arkansas State football. So not anything uh, big there in terms of off-season news. I did find it interesting yesterday on social media, kind of some news from the season that wasn't really talked about, uh, but Kevon Bennett putting out on his social media that he tore his meniscus in Game 3 of the season. And, of course, he missed, what, Game 4? He, he missed one game, was was not exactly 100% for another game after that, but he continued to play on that, that torn meniscus. Went and had surgery yesterday, and he says, quote, I thank the Lord it was completely successful. I pray God will continue to guide me through this recovery process and look over me, amen, end quote. So, so I want to send, you know, best wishes on a complete 100% uh, quick recovery to KB, but that is just wild to me. Now, here's, here's the reason that I heard kind of behind the scenes that he continued to play on it. No, he was not, you know, forced or anything like that to, to play on a torn meniscus. It was a situation where the injury was not going to get any worse. So it was just a matter of could he tolerate the pain. And more or less, the answer was yes. Uh, he played almost 600 snaps this season, with about 450 of those coming after he tore his meniscus. And that is just uh, unreal. So, you know, sometimes people will look through a somebody's social media or look through, see some small aspect about their life and question whether or not they're as devoted to a program as they should be. I mean, I think, I think Kevon Bennett playing 450 snaps on a torn meniscus says all that you need to know about his dedication to Arkansas State. So I hope he's got a bright future ahead. He was instrumental in, uh, in bringing the havoc from the defensive line, of course, from his edge position, he's going to be hard to replace, both from a, a stat standpoint and a snap standpoint. He played a boatload of snaps over the past two years, and that's going to be a key position of emphasis for a state of the offseason to go along with some of the others we've mentioned, uh, including, uh, you know, interior defensive line, depth, offensive line needs, and, and wide receiver as well are kind of the big ones. I believe uh, that this Weekend and next weekend are both going to be really, really pivotal weekends for A-State football in terms of recruiting. Uh, just looking through, uh, you know, you, if you do a search for Arkansas State on social media, you'll see a, young, a lot of, you know, high school student-athletes talking about coming in and making visits. And, of course, we know that portal offers continue to be sent out as well. Looking at some of the offers that Arkansas State made yesterday, they offered a... Sophomore wide receiver entering the portal from the Rage of Cajuns, Dante Fleming. Rodriguez Clark, who was running back at Memphis, has a couple years left. That was a, a public offer. Eric Thomas, a defensive lineman out of Arkansas. He's got an offer now from A-State, as does cornerback Demarius McGee, a sophomore out of LSU. Several more offers that have gone out. And we mentioned yesterday that some of the offers that were that were first out there Monday and Tuesday were all FCS offers. And we went through the reasoning behind that. I told you guys the FBS offers were coming, and really that's what we've seen a lot of. 
yesterday and uh, that we'll continue to see out there this weekend and coming up ahead of, of signing day as these teams work to get their rosters all together and, and figure everything out. Looking at some other news and notes for, for A-State football, Dominic Zavada earned another freshman All-America honor. I have lost track of who all Zavada has picked up honors from. Pretty much it, any media publication or online site or anything, if there is an entity out there that puts out an all-freshman team, Dominic Zavada is on it. Uh, the one that came out late last night was from The Athletic. So he is on their All-America team. Of course, he was named a CF at College Football News, their All-America team uh, for freshmen earlier this week. Of course, we know he was a first-team All-Sunbelt selection. So again, if there is an entity that puts out an All-Freshman team, pretty much across the board, Dominic Zavada has been the kicker. And I would anticipate that to still be the case with several other entities that will put out uh, All-Freshman honors coming up soon as well. It's Zavada is going to be the kicker. He had a phenomenal season, and he should be. So, a lot of uh, recognition there for his successes this year. One more note to throw at you regarding A-State football, and we'll start talking some hoops with you. But uh, USA Today, of course, is a publication that always puts out some really interesting databases in terms of college athletics. They... The, the ones that I, I'm usually interested in the most, they put out, you know, they update a database every year that has athletic budgets in it. And then they do coaching salaries. And then one that I've really thought that was interesting over the past few years is they do assistant salaries as well. And they updated their database and put out that information, I think, yesterday. And, of course, I, I checked in on what A-State is, is doing and how that is going. The good news is, is that A-State's salary pool increased by almost $300,000 from last year this year. So that allowed A-State to go out and and get some more experienced guys in roles where they had departures. So, for example, in moving from, in moving from uh, last year's defensive line coach to this year's Vince Reynolds, they were able to offer a good amount more there. And moving from last year's defensive backs coach to this year's and Jay Simpson, they were able to offer a substantial amount more there. They wanted to hold on to Andy Kwan. They got more money for him to be able to make sure that happened there as well. So these this is a this is a good thing ultimately for Arkansas State. When these numbers were released last year, A State was somewhere in the bottom half of the ten team Sun Belt in terms of assistant pool. And now they're up to fifth out of 14 teams. So you move almost from the bottom half to the top third. This is, again, this is a, a good thing overall for A-State because you got to have the resources to be able to have the guys in there that you think are going to make you successful. Now, I know you're probably sitting here like, all right, well, they won three games, so I know, I know. But you do need to have the resources in place. And there's not a doubt about it. I want to switch gears, uh, stay on the A-State topic, but switch sports. Is Arkansas State men's basketball is going to be in action tonight, taking on Air Force. And again, this is going to be the last road trip of the non-conference slate for A-State as they look to start getting some momentum as conference play gets closer and closer. Of course, the Red Wolves are coming off a loss. 
72-67 Tuesday night on the road at UCA. When you look at Air Force this season and what they've done, they've got a 6-4 and four overall record. They're going to come into this one tonight uh, after going out and getting a win over South Dakota on a Tuesday. They also got a win over Portland State. Excuse me, had a loss to Portland State to open up the month of December. Their wins this season have come against Delaware, SC Upstate, Mississippi Valley State, Montana, and they absolutely walloped UAPB, 81-53. Again, there were a couple non-D1s in there, but uh, some other wins from uh, teams that, you know, we recognize. This was a game last year when these two teams met up that, if I'm recalling correctly, you know, it, it was fairly close for a little bit, and then A-State just went on an absolute tear to close out the game, and, and at the end of the day, it ended up being a pretty sizable margin of victory. I don't know how this one is going to pan out tonight, but I can tell you that um, Vegas thinks two things about it. One, they think that Air Force is going to win. They're a six-point favorite. They're at the Clune Arena. And then two, Vegas thinks this is going to be a Big Ten game. Um, it, it's a really light slate, actually, when you look tonight across all of college basketball. I mean, there's, there's somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe a, a dozen games on the slate total, which is a crazy crazy low amount when you think about the fact that there's 363 teams in Division One basketball. So just, to, again, a very, very light slate tonight. But I did go through it and look earlier of all of the games that are on the list for tonight. A-State and Air Force have the lowest over-under. And that number is only at, at about 121, 121 and a half. So if you love offense, I don't know if this is going to be the game for you. But it is going to be a game, and it is going to start tonight at 8 o'clock on 107.9 K-Fine. And uh, your pregame coverage is going to start up at, at 7.30. Looking at how these teams stack up statistically, both really, really close to even in terms of points per game and defensive points per game. You look, the, the rebounding is close. Rebounding margin is close. A-State, usually a few more assists per game and a little bit better in terms of turnovers per game. Meanwhile, Air Force does a little bit more damage in terms of blocked shots, while A-State is a little bit better at, at racking up steals. Air Force does shoot it okay from, from three, uh, which is a little bit of a concern. On the flip side, maybe that's an area where A-State can make some hay themselves as no, I apologize. I read this backwards. They're actually fantastic. Uh, Air Force is, or excuse me, Air Force is in terms of their three-point defense. So that's going to be a little bit of a concern. And then, of course, if this one is close late, uh, the big concern is what could possibly happen at the stripe. Air Force is not a great free-throw shooting team, but we know that A-State is really, really, really not great at free throws. So let's just hope it... Does not come down to a free throw shooting contest tonight. I, I honestly don't know if that would be that enjoyable. Uh, so let's hope the officials are not quick with the whistles in this one at uh, at Clune Arena. Again, uh, 8 o'clock is, is your game time. But I tell you what, let's go ahead and step aside. We do have a game to recap
from last night, Arkansas State women's basketball in action. It, uh, it went well until it did not, and then it went bad quickly, and we'll tell you why. More on that when we return in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office in two years. After this, on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Money comes and money goes. Unfortunately, it doesn't come and go at the same pace. That and even coming and going of money is one of the most important reasons why you'll like doing business with Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. First, open a checking account and you'll be able to keep track of all outgoing money. Second, a savings account. And then, when you're fortunate enough to have more money coming in than going out, you'll want to add that extra to your savings account and collect interest on it. And third, because you'll be an established customer at Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. And when you have a money need that's more than you can comfortably afford from your savings or salary, you'll find that it's easy to obtain a loan. Why not visit Merchants and Planners Bank today and open both your checking and savings accounts? You'll find you're going in the right financial direction from then on. Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon, member FDIC. Hey, Jonesboro, say goodbye to slow internet and hello to Right Fiber by Ritter Communications. Now expanding to neighborhoods throughout Jonesboro. Our superior 100% fiber network offers gig speed, so you can go faster online than ever before. And with no contracts, no hidden fees, and no installation fees, there's no reason not to switch to Right Fiber right now. Get internet, TV, and home phone from one high-speed local source, Right Fiber. Call 833-71-RIGHT or visit rightfiber.com. Rice prices starting to fall a bit. Good morning, I'm Scotty Woodson from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. December corn at 635 and a half up three and a half with March corn at 645 and a half up three. January soybeans at 1490 up three and three quarters. March soybeans at 1494 also up three and three quarters. December wheat at 724 and a quarter down two and three quarters with March wheat at 740 down six and a quarter. March cotton at 8164 up 79. May cotton at 8156 up 91. January rice at 1670 and a half down five cents. March rice at 1707 and a half also down five. Moving on to livestock now. December live cattle at 153.92 and a half. Half up 150 with February live cattle at 155.62 and a half up 170. January feeder cattle at 183.57 and a half up 10 with March feeder cattle at 184.80 down 25. December lane hogs at 81.37 and a half down 62 and a half with February hogs at 83.97 and a half down 72 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying corn and milo direct from local producers' bins in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, in the holiday spirit of gratitude, Pico Foods says thank you for your continued business. Pico Foods is proud to be the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned company committed to working with local producers. Call them for competitive prices year-round on new crop and stored milo and corn. In Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, Contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Happy holidays from Pico Foods. Young farmers don't listen to the radio, right? Wrong. In a recent survey, 80% of young producers said they get their most important agriculture information from their trusted farm radio station. Surprised? 
Don't they? If you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Radio is the perfect companion because it goes with you everywhere. Whether you are in the shop, on the combine, or in the truck, Farm Radio is right there with you. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Think you're dealing with drug poisoning, chemical poisoning, food poisoning? Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Just about to dive into last night's Arkansas State women's basketball game at North Alabama as we welcome you back into this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. But a couple of quick, quick tweets that have just caught my eye that I wanted to share with you. One is from A-State men's basketball. Of course, you know that Air Force is is up in the hills, right? Uh, That is uh, not necessarily a secret as uh, this is this game is going to be played in Colorado. You get into the Rocky Mountains. But I kind of forgot this nugget about Clune Arena, which is, of course, the home there of the Falcons. Uh, the elevation there is 7,067 feet, which is the second highest in all of college basketball. There's, there's not even anything remotely close. What's the highest elevation in Arkansas? Ryan, you know a lot of stuff. Do you know the highest elevation in Arkansas? No. <laughs> oh, I wish I did, though. That's a good question, though. Okay, so if if the Red Wolves decided to set up shop on the top of Mountain Magazine, which is the highest elevation in our great state, yeah, it's only 2,753 feet. Really? Yeah. So, hmm. uh, so yeah, so uh, this is a little higher than that. Okay. <laughs> Where they're going to be playing tonight. 7,067 feet. That makes me wonder what the highest elevation is, like the highest arena is in college. We're going to Google that. Let's learn that today. Okay. We might as well try and be educational. Yeah, sure. Today. So we're going to find that out because I don't know that off the top of my head. So that's one tweet that got my eye. I thought that was a cool note. And then something non-A-State related uh, that is coming out that is actually fascinating. But uh, Chris Hummer as well as a few other college football insiders reporting that Missouri State head coach Bobby Petrino has emerged as a candidate in Texas A&M's offensive coordinator search. He's expected to interview with the Aggies in the next few days. I am, again, I am legit fascinated by that story and what might come out there. Have you found the answer to what we were just discussing? Now, in the United States, the highest, I believe, from what I see here, is the Sports Authority Field at Mile High in Denver. Okay. It's at 5,280 feet. Okay. So that's the highest field. In in the United States. Let's see if we can find the highest elevation in college basketball. Oh, I found it. I found it. So this is going to be... Oh, this has got a great nickname, by the way. So the highest elevation in, in college basketball is actually in Wyoming. Okay. And they the official the official name of the building is just boring and terrible. They call it the Arena Auditorium. That's very creative. <laughs> yeah, they really went all out on that one. However, 
It is nicknamed the Dome of Doom. The Dome of Doom. That's way cooler. That's at 7,220 feet. Arena Stadium. Wow. No, Arena Auditorium. Arena Auditorium. I mean, not that it's that much different. Yeah, I mean, they're just, more or less the same. It's, I mean, it's two words that say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really redundant. Very. That's, uh... I would I would never call it anything other than the Dome of Doom. That's way better. The Dodd. Not everything has to be. That's, yeah, not the everything. The Dodd is not nearly as intimidating. Doesn't sound intimidating at all. Yeah, let's play the Dodd. Apparently, they also called the the Double A, which works yeah. for Arena Auditorium. Yeah. But Dome of Doom mm. is so much cooler. By the way, we're supposed to be recapping A State women's basketball uh, this segment, but this is just sometimes what happens when the ADHD pops up and you just roll with it. There you go. Uh, let's let's circle back around to some A State women's hoops, though. As uh, maybe I'm just stalling because the way that game ended last night was not good. It just wasn't. Uh, the final score there, 82-68 for Red Wolves and Lions. And I mean, it started well enough. Uh, a State early on in that game was shooting it really well. In fact, they shot it at about a 60% clip in the first quarter. And what A State was doing is they just had they had the mid-range game working. Uh, they were constantly out there taking mid-range jumpers for the most part. They fell, and uh, it was going great early. And then what you saw throughout this game is every single quarter, A-State's shooting percentage went down. And almost every single quarter, North Alabama's shooting percentage went up. So A-State in this one was actually up 40-34 to 34 at the half. And I, I will say that even at that point in time, six-point lead, which eventually ended up, uh, I think it got into a couple minutes into the, the third quarter, and A-State was up 10 or 11. There was still a really uneasy feeling because... If you watched any of that broadcast last night, you knew that that North Alabama just shoots and shoots and shoots and shoots and shoots from three. So there was always a concern that unless you were up a significant a significant amount, that they were going to be able to shoot their way back into it. And, well, guess what happened? Um, you get into that third quarter, and UNA was 8 of 13 overall and 5 of 8 from three. And then in the fourth quarter 10 of 14 overall three of six for three so in the second half north alabama shot 67 percent overall and 57 percent from three so to state the the blatantly obvious unless you're out there shooting at a 70 percent clip it, when you're opposing a team that's shooting that well you're you're not gonna fare well so it was just a situation where a state did not play well from about uh halfway through the third quarter on and North Alabama shot lights out and was able to come out uh, come out with a win. So I tell you what, we've got a couple of clips here from Coach Destiny Rogers, which, by the way, just a heads up right now, she does not disguise her frustration <laughs> with this one last night. Uh, so just a warning on that. In fact, uh, Cade Carlton started the postgame conversation by, you know, being complimentary of, of the rebounding which was something that A-State did well last night. They were plus six. They especially rebounded it well on the offensive glass. And Coach Rogers was wanting to talk about rebounding for about two seconds before she went into her overall feelings about the loss last night. You know, I thought we did a good job rebounding. I just, you know, obviously, you know, I'm a, just, I'm a realist and I'm going to say what it is. We deserve to lose. We deserve yep. to lose that game. You let somebody hit 14 threes. Uh, what happened was they got momentum, and we were taking quick shots. We weren't taking good shots. 
and then you got to try to rush back on defense to go up against the offense that's going to make you guard. We just didn't, we didn't make them guard us the way they made us guard them. And uh, they just shot way too many open looks. They hit 14 threes. We deserve to lose. We deserve to lose. Continuing on here, again, you heard her reference the 14 made threes. Uh, all in all, North Alabama, 14 of 31 shooting from three. So that uh, equals out to 45%. So they had both the the quantity and the quality going in terms of, of shooting it for deep. And, and that was, again, just, I mean, that was that was such a key part of this loss. Yeah, I mean, I said before, they're a great team. And I told my team, you can't look at a team like this and think that you're just going to show up and, and, and beat a team like this because they run their offense so efficiently and they can shoot it so well. And we struggle with teams like this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm strong. I, I'm disappointed. That's the word. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in our, our, our lack of effort with our scrambles defensively and just letting them kind of have their way. We didn't dictate them today. We let them dictate us. And it's disappointing. I take full responsibility for that, full accountability for that. And uh, all we can do is try to work, you know, towards Sunday and, and to try to be better on Sunday. With that one uh, last night, again, one of the, the positives certainly was seeing Leilani Ogman finally uh, out there on the court um, in, in an A-State jersey since she signed back in November or December of, of 2020. And we're finally just getting getting to see her active and she had a good performance 14 points eight rebounds she had an assist she had a block uh six of 11 shooting i think her first made bucket was was a three and coach rogers has you know quick quick feedback on that before she dives back into the bigger picture with the loss yeah it was good for her to get in and you know get to play today and uh i hate that it ended that way for her first game as a red wolf uh but you know hey listen <laughs> I told my team, I warned them. I warned them, and uh, it's, it's just so it's so disappointing. It's, it's disappointing to see us play like that in the second half. It's frustrating. Uh, as soon as we're on the bus, we're going to watch the film, and uh, we're going to learn from it and uh, just to try, try to continue to, to clean things up. Now, continuing on here, also uh, Kia Patton had a good performance in that game. Eight, uh, eight points and and four rebounds of course she had a block a, a steal assist all the things that Kia Patton does but uh there was a moment late in that game where she she you know kind of kind of hobbled off didn't play the final few minutes there and uh just getting a status update on Patton I think she just tweaked her ankle a little bit um so she kind of hobbled off at the end so she tweaked it a little bit uh she was also sick at halftime throwing up so I have no idea what was going on with that but that's not an excuse at all we just we just didn't show up in my opinion we didn't show up we took this game for granted, uh, and that's on me. That's on me. You know, I tried to warn them. I, I, I kept telling them, you got to be ready to go. You got to be ready to go. They can shoot it. They're at home. They're going to knock down shots. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm mad about it. I really am disappointed. We deserve to lose. And uh, we're going to watch this film, and they're going to see it. We're going to learn from it. And all we can do is just go to practice and work on it and get better. Now A-State has to face a undefeated team coming up on Sunday. One of just, I think, 13 or so undefeated teams left in the country. The 21st-ranked team in the country at their place at Bud Walton against the University of Arkansas. So uh, going to have to fix a lot of things in under 48 hours. And we'll tell you the most concerning aspect of last night's loss 
as it applies to Sunday. But we need to step aside and take a break first. We'll do that. Come back and wrap up this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The L.A. Rams have had a disappointing season so far, fresh off the Super Bowl victory, but after 13 weeks, L.A. came into last night's game against the Raiders, the six-game losing streak. That six-game skid has a lot to do with the team's ability to stay on the field. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup have both missed extended time in L.A., and although the playoffs are unlikely for Los Angeles, the team received a breath of fresh air as former number one overall pick Baker Mayfield suited up for the team despite not even being in L.A. for a week. Mayfield didn't light up the box score, but the quarterback made his mark by controlling the game and eventually leading a 98-yard game-winning drive for the Rams. With L.A. almost certainly out of the playoff picture, Mayfield's performance won't change a lot for Los Angeles this season. But with Matthew Stafford battling injuries, a seventh-round pick for Baker Mayfield doesn't seem all that bad. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, tell them what you drive, and you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Hankook tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way... Deck Dolls with DNW during the annual buy two, get one free sale going on now at the family store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors. DNW is your holiday headquarters with tons of gifts for the whole family. Mix and match waders, boots, camo, and all casual clothing. All buy two, get one free. That's right. Buy two, get one free. Save 20% off all name brand knives like Case, Benchmate, Kershaw, Outer Edge, and more. Spice up your life and save 20% off the DNW Spice Wall. DNW has huge deals on Traeger and Big Green Egg Grills at prices too low to advertise. Stuff your stockings with a DNW gift card for that hard to shop for relative. Shop where Santa shops and save. Oh, oh, oh. DNW Outdoors. Deck the halls with a buy two, get one free holiday sale going on now at the Family Store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors. On Parker Road, just off the Triple Nickel Bypass. Oh, oh, oh. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. 
Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Just a couple of minutes left here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, who, by the way, you can check out what they can do to help upgrade your office at dmi-office.com. We've got Bootsy on the Right Fiber Hotline. We'll go there in just a moment. But prior to the break, mentioned that, you know, there is there is one thing that that we saw, you know, last night with A-State's loss to North Alabama that is significantly, significantly concerning as we look ahead to Sunday with this A-State team and Arkansas squaring off at, at 3 o'clock. Uh, again, A-State was, was hurt and hurt badly by the three ball last night from North Alabama. They were 14 of 31, so they shoot it at an excellent clip and they make it at an excellent clip, and that's been their MO all season. Right now, when you look at the NCAA women's basketball stats, North Alabama has made the ninth most three-pointers in women's college hoops this season. Guess who's eighth? That would be the Razorbacks. So the A-State women need to figure out how to defend the three significantly better, and they've got, you know, 26 hours from now to figure out how to do that before that one tips off on the hill. Let's check in with Bootsy. How are you? I am so frustrated, Kara. <laughs> you know, I wasn't this way. I wasn't this way ten or fifteen years ago. But I'm, I've, I've gotten so impatient waiting for a state sports program to make a mark somewhere. And uh, I thought that our women's team was on the right track. And let me tell you, the second half was so disappointing. They, uh, in the second half, North Alabama looked so much quicker and faster than us. They beat us down court several times for easy layups, threw it over the top of us. They hit us back door several times. And there were numerous times in that fourth quarter where their ladies decided, you know what, I'm just going to drive right past you, and just took off and left us. I don't know if... North Alabama is really that much faster than our ladies, but it sure looked like it last night. It was not a good loss. I mean, there's very few that are, but at least if it, you know if you go into a game and, and you're facing off against an opponent that has a significantly better ranking or a significantly better record, you don't like it, but you can deal with it. But North Alabama didn't have any of those things. That was a bad loss. You know, I looked at their schedule. And I was, you know, they played some really tough teams that they lost to, but their victories, and I think they had four wins. I was not impressed at all with who they beat, and I thought, okay, you know, we should take this one. And you know, care, I've got to get used to this. The portal, and this is true of many sports, but especially in basketball, due to the transfer portal, a quote unquote no name team or a team from a directional school or someone you haven't heard of. You can't necessarily go by that name anymore and think, okay, 
that's going to be a 20 point win because the transfer portal has allowed people to bring in difference makers really quick mm-hmm. that can make their team a lot better. And you may go in there thinking, okay, we're going to win by 25 and you eke out a single digit win, or you may take a loss. Now, I don't know if this is true of uh, North Alabama's schedule or not, but in general, uh, the portal is becoming an equalizer in basketball. It can be in, in several different aspects. Yeah, you just bring in somebody that can help you out immediately. You don't have to worry about them sitting out a year. You know exactly how they're going to slide in and exactly what they've been able to do because you've already seen them against D1 competition. And if it if it meshes well, you have the opportunity to do big things. And, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I look at my own team, you know, my favorite team. I said, well, we brought in this person, we brought in that person. You know, we're going to be really good. We're going to be better. Well, guess what? Everybody wants to be better. Monroe wants to be better. Yeah. Everybody, they're on scholarship, too. They want to get, they want to go and play for in a tournament game, too. You know, it's not just us. It's what the other schools are doing, too. And there again, we are just slipping, it seems like. Our competition is passing us. And I just, again, you, you mentioned it a while ago. If you're playing someone that, that's ranked and have a great basketball tradition and history, you don't want to see them lose, but at least you can digest it. But that loss last night, uh, it's indigestion galore is what that is. There's no way that uh, I can feel good about that loss. We just, it was a bad, that loss last night for the women, in my opinion, was as bad as the loss that the men's had to Conway a few days ago. I think if you if you look at you know how the teams were evaluated and how they're ranked, that that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, it's just it's just sickening. I'm just wondering what, when do we get out of this abyss in basketball? It's just I know it's a rhetorical question, but I ask it anyway. <laughs> Bootsy, we appreciate the phone call today. Have a great weekend. Thank you. We'll have more opportunities for you to chime in in the second hour of the program, which is actually going to start with uh, a replay of our earlier visit this week with A-State Track and Field Program Director, Dr. Jim Patchell. So that's on the way, but thanks for tuning in here in this new hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We'll step aside be back for more after this on The Ticket. Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where you can get started on a new set of in-stock tires and wheels for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year. Unwrap the savings and ramp up your safety with four brand new tires from Local Tire and Wheel. We believe that everyone should have the option to travel on safe, dependable tires because, let's be real, no one wants to be stranded on the side of the road in the cold. But most of us don't budget for tires. But when we need them, we need them. And that's where Local Tire and Wheel comes in. You get 
get four tires today. And we build a payment plan to fit your budget. With no credit check and everyone approved. And this month, you can get started on any in-stock tires or wheels for only $25 out of pocket. With no payments until next year. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels. Only $25 gets you started right now at Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Hey, John G. for George Gale Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kill Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. Best savings anywhere at First National Bank. For a limited time only, a 13-month CD special at 4.03 annual percentage yield. You can visit fnbank.net slash specials to lock in your rate today. Also available by visiting any of our 23 locations in Arkansas and Tennessee. 13 months, 4.03 APY at First National Bank. Offer valid as of November 17, 2022. Rate subject to change. Valid at all locations. $1,000 minimum to open. Penalty for early withdrawal. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. A rough road trip to Florence, Alabama last night for A-State Women's Basketball as North Alabama pulled ahead in the fourth quarter for an 82-68 win over the Red Wolves in Florence, Alabama. Leilani Ogman led the Red Wolves off the bench with 14 points. Emma K. Tittle led a game by 23 for the Lions. The Red Wolves now travel to Fable to take on 21st and 22nd ranked Arkansas Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock at Bud Walton Arena. The A-State men play their final non-conference road game of the season tonight at the U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado as they meet the Falcons at Clune Arena for the first time in 21 years. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock Central Time, pregame 7.30 on 107.9 K-Fine and the EEB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. And the Grizzlies look for win number 5 in a row and 7 out of 8 when they take on the Pistons tonight at FedEx Forum, pregame coverage here on the Ticket Radio Network beginning at 6.30 and tip at 7. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed to play as a tire service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. There I was in my business suit, all dressed up, just uptight as I could possibly be. And I don't remember much of what was said at that first AA meeting. It was more the feeling of the meeting itself. That's what has kept me going. I know it works and I see the people ahead of me with more sobriety I see how happy they are, and I want that. I want that too. And what I notice about AA is it sort of helps me to relax and learn to really be happy with my sobriety. It's a richer life to live. That's exactly what Alcoholics Anonymous does. It teaches us how to live without drinking. It teaches us how to have fun and really enjoy life without drinking. This program's giving me the good life the only good life I've ever known. Alcoholics Anonymous. It works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or AA.org. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie.
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We've got one more hour to go on a Friday. Camera Richie and Ryan James with you. Cavanaughcars.com question today. Who you got in tomorrow's 123rd Army-Navy game? Close vote right now on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. 53% of you yelling from the rooftops, go Navy, beat Army. 47% of you rolling with Army. So we'll continue to see how that poll changes over the course of the next hour. But I wanted to revisit an interview that we had earlier this week with Arkansas State Track and Field Program Director, Dr. Jim Patchell. Uh, just an FYI, indoor season for the Red Wolves begins today. And uh, A-State is at the Boo Rogers Combined Events. That is at Pittsburgh State, which is in Pittsburgh, but not that one. They're in Pittsburgh, Kansas today. And so Coach Patchell and his squad have been getting ready for this one and excited to start this season. So I wanted to get everybody up to speed with what's going on, again, with uh, with A-State track. But Coach Patchell starts by talking about this offseason and just how ready this team is to get back to work. Well, it's been it's been a long semester for the kids that, you know, didn't run cross-country, our field events, sprints, and hurdles group. And, um, you know, we're just looking forward to, to getting the competition under our belt before the Christmas break. We do this every year for, you know, the kids that don't get to compete cross-country because it's a, it's a long off-season if you that gives us something to shoot for. And uh, we back off of training a little bit and try to put up some decent performances. But, uh I think everybody's excited about competing against somebody else other than their teammates. Uh, I want to flash back, of course, before we look ahead. Congratulations on on yet another uh, fantastic cross-country season. Uh, The men coming away with the title, the women very close, but unable to chase down Southern Miss at the end. But but your thoughts on on yet uh, another trophy to add to the case? Well, I I, I thought uh, our cross-country season went well. you know, obviously, we we would like to have won both of them again, but uh, you know, in sports, that that doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes you have to have to take the second place. We don't like it, but but uh, you know, we 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 can move on. And and we had kind of a young crew this year for the women, uh, but we'll be back next year for for that championship. But men men did a great job, and uh, really had good regional races too. Both teams did. Uh, Coach Duvall does a great job with our cross-country program and, uh, you know, have established ourselves as, you know, in that area is the best in the Sun Belt over the last three or four years. And, you know, we we plan on continuing with that. I, I like, not that this is anything new, but I like the fact that you never, ever, ever back down from, from expectations and, and sky-high expectations saying, you know, already with the with the season just uh, a, co- a, a month in the books that, you know, you'll – be back for it next year and ready to vie for that that title as well. Um, some good individual news there for the women's team. J.B. Shuffleberger able to go in and run in the, the national meet. Uh, what kind of season was it for her? Well, it was a, it was a great season. J.B. transferred in from Kansas State and, and uh, has really improved this fall. Uh, she's run personal best in, in, in a couple of different distances in cross country and and uh, just just had a great year, and she, you know she's she's not done yet. We've got track, and she's got another year. So uh, you know, proud of JB and what what she's done for our program. Only, I think only the second female in the history of the program, I believe, that has made the national championship in cross country. I think the other one was Christina Albert, maybe. 
Christina Albert, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's a pretty good company. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, thrilled for her. She's done a great job and provides great leadership for, you know, the younger girls on the, on the team. And we have a pretty good wide uh, gap in age in that group. We've had, we have seniors and we have freshmen. <laughs> so uh, it, it's good to have her, uh, you know, not only for her work ethic and performance, but leadership too. What what are the challenges when you have a roster that's that split? When you do have, obviously, you have the leadership, you have the people that have been there and done that and done that and had success at A-State, but then the people who absolutely have not at all. Well, it, that it's a little bit of a challenge. You know, anytime that you have a lot of freshmen, uh, you know, they're all very talented, but there's a big difference between high school and Division One athletics. I mean, the gap uh, between the level of competition is so wide, you almost can't put it into words. Mm -hmm. And so they have to get used to that. And, you know, a freshman coming in, who's probably the best in their school, maybe the best in their county and one of the best in their state. You get to Division One athletics, you're, you're not, you have to start over. Um, and uh, sometimes that's a little bit difficult for them, but, but uh, it helps to have senior leadership. Now, we don't plan it for we have a big gap like that where we don't have uh, – we, we've got one or – one junior, I think, no sophomores, and then freshmen. It just happened to work out that way, but uh, we're lucky we've got some good seniors. Interesting, interesting mix. But, uh, hey, again, uh, a, a successful start to the overall track and field season with a, with a win and a, uh, a, a runner-up finish in, in cross country. When you look ahead now to, to the indoor, so the, the cross country runners are just, are they just ready to automatically dive in in terms of <laughs> of the indoor season? Is there any kind of lead up at all that they they deal with? Well, all the kids in cross country that competed in their the conference championship and the regional championships, uh, and obviously JB at nationals are, are not going to run this first meet. We we don't ever do that. Okay. Um, you know, the kids who were your seven, eight, nine runners, uh, maybe. 10 they'll get that maybe didn't get as many chances in cross country we'll, we'll get to run this weekend but uh you know those kids have a long year three seasons um and uh if, if you're competing at a high level and at the conference championship and then at regionals then you know we kind of have to go back to take a little rest and, and uh do a little more uh strength and endurance training and get ready for indoor so so those kids aren't going to when you look at you know these indoor teams overall, the the women picked up a, a win last year, and and actually, or excuse me, I'm looking at the the outdoor championships. I apologize here, but this has just been a program that that has had so much success. Do you? Let me think of the way that I'm trying to phrase this. I mean, what what do you drill into your teams at the beginning of the season when you have that high bar of success? You know, you've got a target on your back, but but you expect to win this from from the moment that you start the early season practices well we do we do have expectations and, and we are a championship program and we recruit accordingly and so you know on recruit business we do have a lot of young young kids a lot of freshmen in all of their areas and uh, that's one reason they choose to come to school here so they, they know what we're about they know what expectations we have and uh it's just being consistent with the message and you know we don't talk about hey, we've got to win the championship every single day of practice. But it's understood that that's, that's what we're about. Um, you know, you, you look for in incremental improvement and in making each day a chance to get better. And if 
group properly and you have the right type of people in your program, uh, you're going to be able to repeat success year in and year out. Now, you might not win every single one, and we, we haven't won every single one. We've won most of them, but um, that's just that's just sports. Um, but, you know, we're, that's that's a team goal. We, we pursue track and field and cross country as a team sport. It's can be individual, and we celebrate those individual accomplishments, but we pursue it as a team. You're not going to be able to achieve those individual accolades if you're not surrounded by good teammates and everybody on the same page and knowing what, what they're here for. Uh, so that's our philosophy, and and, uh, and we'll continue to do that. And uh, Our assistant coaches do a great job in instilling that in our kids, and, and uh, it's, it's, it's work for us. You say you haven't won all of them, but you've kind of owned indoor in the Sun Belt for the past three seasons as it's been back-to-back-to-back sweep. So I know the the expectation is going to be there again. But that being said, you know, there were some key departures from this team, Coach, but who are some of your your newcomers that we need to have an eye out for? Well, it's it's kind of hard to tell. That's what this first meet is about. But, uh, you know, on the men's side, we, we, we filled a couple of gaps in the sprints with a couple of good freshmen, Denary and Art and Miles Thomas. Um, you know, we, we had some gaps uh, on the women's team um, uh, in, in the women's pole vault and, and uh, multi and high jump that, that we filled. Madison Holloway is a kid from Conway and uh, – you know, Bella and the pole vault. And so we have little areas where we filled them where we've got some young kids. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's just like any sport. You, you see gaps in recruiting. That's what you have to recruit. You got to make sure that particular kid buys into what you're, what you're about. And so, you know, they've looked good in practice, but practice and competition are two different things. And so, that's a big reason, too, why we, we, we like to have this meet in December. Not every program does it, but we like to do it so that we can see, all right, how do we look in competition? And then that gives us a chance to make adjustments over Christmas break and get ready for the bulk of the season indoor. Once you, a couple of things I, I want to bring up before we get back to this very first competition coming up uh, that, that starts on Friday as we talk here with Dr. Jim Patchell. Our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. But did you... Were you able a few months back to get a new a new uh, pole vault set up? We did, yeah. We uh, you talking about the outdoors at the track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, uh, you know we we, we share the facility with Cocker, and uh, you know which is a good thing. We uh, we uh, uh, there's no conflict there. We work well together. And, you know, we had the pole vault pit that kind of stuck out on the soccer field, so we thought. Instead of us having to move it all the time and then worry about, you know, fans having to look over a pole vault pit, we, we just wanted to move it over a little bit. It gives a chance to not only can we do a couple, you know, another day or so of practice, but it, it doesn't interfere with soccer season. So I think that, that worked out for everybody. Any other new additions out there at the track complex other than the never-ending supply of new trophies? <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're, we're working on uh, – you know, getting bleachers all the way down the home stretch and getting lights out there. We're, we're in the process of doing a little bit of fundraising for that. Uh, that's something that is needed for our facility. Uh, the footprint of the track is great. We have an IAAF certified track, so you know we could actually have a national championship there if we had the stuff around it to do that. Um, 
and so we need to make some improvements on the auxiliary facilities around, and uh, we're working on that. And, and you know, we're going to try to host the conference championship in 24. Hopefully, we can have have those projects in place by then. In additional news for your program, you've been uh, announcing over the past few days or past few weeks since since the signing period opened uh, some new additions for your program. How many? How many total athletes are you going to be bringing in in this signing class, Coach? Um, well, you know, signing opens for us in November, but and it stays open the whole year. So we, we probably signed several, you know, in the fall, and we we, we have had some good kids uh, that we've gotten. And uh, but uh, you know, recruiting never stops. Yeah. So um, for the men, we just about wrapped it up. But for the women, you know, we're going to recruit a couple. Uh, you know, the one, two, and 400 runners, some of the sprint areas that we need to fill in. Uh, and so we're going to continue that process through the spring. Through the spring but I think we've had a, a, a pretty good early signing class. So uh, we've, we've got the kids we kind of wanted to get. Missed out on a couple, but that's, that's where the game goes. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll fill in the rest in the spring sometime. Last thing here as we wrap up our conversation with Arkansas State Track and Field Program Director, Dr. Jim Patchell. Again, the season opener coming up this Friday at Pittsburgh, Kansas for the indoor season. Coach, aside from, you know, several several W's, what are what are you hoping to accomplish your opening weekend? Well, uh, you know, the, the primary thing is, is, is we want to put up some good performances before we go home for Christmas, give, give our kids a good feeling about how training went in the fall, uh, now we're obviously not going to be championship ready, but we want to, you know, uh, we want to get out there and compete and learn how to compete. And we also want to see how the young kids do in the uniform, uh, and that's our goal every year for this meet. And and uh, we really enjoy going to Pittsburgh. They've got a great facility, and it's always a good meet for us. Well, Coach, safe travels, and thank you so much for the time today. Good luck. Okay. All right. Thanks, Gary. We'll see you. Again, that was Arkansas State Track and Field Program Director Dr. Jim Patchell as Red Wolves in action today at Pittsburgh State and getting ready to open the indoor season. Back-to-back-to-back Sunbelt Conference Championship sweeps. So men's titles and women's titles for Arkansas State. And I'm interested to see you know, what the competition level looks like throughout this indoor season now that this league has expanded. We saw Southern Men come in and be an immediate factor in terms of cross-country, as they won the women's title, while well, the A-State men won the men cross-country title. So A-State obviously still in good shape from a distance perspective. They lost a lot of, you know, heavy hitters in terms of uh, student-athletes that went out and were able to rack up points in the season. So they're just going to have to have to reload. But goodness gracious, if there's one program on campus you have confidence in, in being able to do that, it's you would, you would throw track out there on that list along with bowling soccer men's golf and, and some others as well but good luck to a state today safe travels there and back from kansas and we look forward to keeping tabs on this indoor season it's time for a break though as we'll come back in and look at what's going on around the college football landscape and check in on today's KavanaughCars.com question right after this keep it with us on the ticket nobody crunches the numbers like kara take that for data the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out cell phone station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at cell phone station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell phone station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell phone station, home of the 20 minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. Hey, it's Matt Stoltz, and recently our house needed a new roof. Roof Raiders met with the insurance adjuster, set up a time to come out, and my entire roof was finished in two days. What I thought might be a huge headache was made remarkably easy by the folks at Roof Raiders. Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection, 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Have you noticed all the Harris Ford stickers on the back of all the vehicles in Northeast Arkansas? There's a reason for that. Hello there. This is Tara from Harris Ford in Newport. You see all those Harris Ford stickers because for years, your neighbors have been coming to Harris Ford in Newport for the ride they want at a price they can afford. If you have not shopped with us at Harris Ford and are in the market for a new or used unit, please give us the opportunity to put you in one you want and can afford and has a Harris Ford sticker on the back. Come visit with us at Harris Ford, exit 85 in Newport. Get guaranteed low prices from a trusted local name at Bills Cost Plus. At Bills, you always say big with all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. This week, a 40-ounce package of ripe bacon, $9.98. Prairie Fresh loin back ribs, $2.98 a pound. 24 packs of Pepsi products, $7.99. And 56-ounce cartons of Yarnell's ice cream, $3.77. Visit BillsCostPlus.com and like them on Facebook. Bills Cost Plus with three locations in Jonesboro. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Well, 
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We've got the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications open right now at 9303776. Right Fiber brings you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check and see if it is available in your area at rightfiber.com. You can weigh in on your pick for tomorrow's 123rd Army Navy game. Two o'clock, your kickoff there on CBS. By the way, I think I saw a note earlier that uh, if you're out and about, probably knocking out your Christmas shopping like a responsible human being would be doing tomorrow, uh, that this game is going to be streaming free on on their apps. Uh, but I think earlier when we checked in on our poll question on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, uh, the Navy fans were being the most vocal. But now that has flipped a little bit with 56.5% of you yelling, Go Army, beat Navy. So Army slightly in the lead in terms of what you all are looking at for your rooting interest. Garland disagrees, though. He says, quote, my dad was in the Navy in World War II. He was in the crow's nest of the USS Logan when they raised the flag on Iwo Jima. Have to pull for Navy. I think Eric's in the camp of, you know, he just wants to see both teams have fun, although that is not necessarily his exact uh, tweet. He did call it, though, this game uh, football in its purest form. By the way, the Eric commenting there was a 1989 consensus All-American as an offensive guard. So I'm going to guess he knows a little bit more about the game than we do. Uh, but 930-3776 is the number to call. I'm looking forward to it. I love all the pageantry around it. And again, one of my it's, it's the game for me in terms of when you're talking about, you know, a situation without necessarily a, a rooting interest. I will be locked in tomorrow. Also, it gives me an excuse not to rake any leaves, so win-win. 9303776. Looking around at other football news and notes in addition to what's going on at that. We mentioned earlier a very interesting report uh, from some college football insiders that Bobby Petrina is now on the short list of potential offensive coordinators for Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. He is, uh, looks like he's going to have an interview coming up Next week, I believe, is, is what's being reported there. So, I, I'm just fascinated by this news. Like, there's there's no doubt that Bobby Petrito is gifted in terms of, of colleging and calling and managing an offense. I mean, he, he is smart. He gets some great things out of players. Um, th- there's, there's no doubt about his offensive bona fides. But I guess when I think of Bobby Petrino, maybe the phrase does not play well with others is something that kind of pops into my mind. So I guess it's hard for me to see him being in a position where he is working for someone else. He's been a head coach for a while at this point in time. In fact, I'm going to look up Petrino here, pull up his Wikipedia page. Because the last time he was a coordinator and not a head coach, you got to go back 20 years when he was an offensive coordinator at Auburn. Since then, he has been the head guy in charge. That, of course, has included stops at Louisville and then with the Falcons and, of course, at Arkansas and then Western Kentucky and then back to Louisville and then now at Missouri State. So I wonder if anything is actually going to come from this or not.
I did see, uh, I saw this tweet about Petrino from a former player. I guess there were some conversations maybe about, I don't know if there were comments that, that Bobby Petrino had made that some people thought were inappropriate or possibly even racist. But a former player weighed in on social media and said, quote, that's one thing you could never say about my college coach, Bobby Petrino. He doesn't have a racist bone in his body. That bleeper hated everybody. <laughs> Equal opportunity hater. Again, I cannot picture Bobby Petrino working for somebody else. We'll see if that is the direction that Jimbo Fisher decides to go. And if Bobby Petrino is going to find his way back to the SEC. 9303776, the number to call. Uh, I don't think there's any other coaching carousel news today, at least in, in terms of uh, head coaches. You know, yesterday, I believe it was, there was a report that possibly Jason Garrett uh, could be a guy that Stanford was targeting. And I just cannot wrap my head around that at all because I, I can't wrap my head around schools going out and hiring somebody that, that does not have any recruiting experience. But it looks like that's not going to be the case. As 14 hours ago, Garrett put out a tweet that said, quote, thanks so much to A.D. Bernard Muir and everybody at Stanford. While I enjoyed exploring a great opportunity at such a special, at such a special place, I'm so excited to continue my work at NBC on Friday night in America and with Notre Dame football, in quote. So uh, Jason Garrett is, is not going to be that guy at Stanford. So they will go in a different direction as they still look to fill one of what I believe is, is now just four coaching vacancies across college football. It does feel like is you know carousel news is slowing down. It, it certainly feels like portal entries are slowing down a little, although there will still be several to come, uh, just not the you know 500 or so that it seemed like all hit the portal at once on Monday. That news is, is again, started to slow up just a little. Now, it's far from being completely over. As this portal opening right now runs until January the 18th. So we're going to continue to see news trickle out for well over the next month. And then again, there's another portal opening in May. Uh, either 10 days or, or two weeks there long after spring football. So once people know more about the depth charts, there's going to be another opening, another exodus. And more going on at that point in time. But nothing earth shattering today. I did see a tweet earlier about the numbers of players in the portal and how it broke down. By position, I will tell you it is a great year to be in the hunt for a defensive back because when you look across college football right now, there's over 200 defensive backs in the portal. 200. <laughs> that is wild. Uh, there are somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 quarterbacks, and I apologize. I don't remember how the rest of those portal entries broke down by position. But just wild, wild numbers. I, I will be fascinated to see what the final portal numbers look like when it's all said and done at the end of uh, that, that second portal opening in May. Interesting stuff. Uh, I tell you what, though, let's step aside, take a break, catch up on some other news and notes today. Wilson Contreras with his introductory press conference with the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll look at some notes on that when we return. Keep it with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Ho, ho, ho. 
Deck the halls with DNW during the annual buy two get one free sale going on now at the Family Store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors. DNW is your holiday headquarters with tons of gifts for the whole family. Mix and match waders, boots, camo, and all casual clothing. All buy two get one free. That's right, buy two get one free. Save twenty percent off all name brand knives like Case, Benchmade, Kershaw, Outer Edge, and more. Spice up your life and save twenty percent off the DNW Spice Wall. DNW has huge deals on Traeger and Big Green Egg Grills at prices too low to advertise. Stuff your stockings with a DNW gift card for that hard to shop for relative. Shop where Santa shops and save. Oh, oh, oh. DNW Outdoors. Deck the halls with a buy two, get one free holiday sale going on now at the Family Store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors. On Parker Road, just off the Triple Nickel Bypass. Oh, oh, oh. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. It's a mix and match special now at all Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, salad, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. Only at your Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. When you're looking for the perfect Christmas gift, look to Posey Peddler. With everything Christmas from gingerbread houses to truly unique ornaments, you'll find something for everyone on your list. Check out specialty gifts for giving like the on-trend pickleball sets to ultrasonic diffusers and the always popular Flower of the Month Club. Call Posey Peddler for holiday party flowers and Christmas gifts delivered. Stop by Monday through Friday from 8 to 5.30 and till 2 on Saturdays at online at PosyPeddler.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily deals. Posey Peddler, your gift-giving headquarters. There is a three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get best choice boneless, skinless chicken breasts in a two and a half pound bag, $4.97, limit four. Smithfield seasoned pork tenderloins, $4.45, limit four. Frito-Lay multi-packs of chips, 16 to 18 count, $8.98, limit four. And right hickory sliced bacon, 40 ounces, $8.98, limit three. Be smart. Shop Food Smart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. The H-Day men head west Friday night as they take on Air Force. Tip-off is at 8 on 107.9 K-Fine. Red Wolves basketball brought to you in part by Hytrill, Gazaway Ace, First Financial Mortgage, Vision Care Center, Hilltop Family Dentistry, George Kell Motors, Bills Cost Plus, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, WT Equipment, Crown Limousine, Collision Repair, Discount Metal Roofing, Glen Sane Motors, Hijinks, Ritter Communications, First Security Bank, and Denzel Manufacturing. 
giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out. 9303776. The number on the right fiber hotline. When you look ahead to tomorrow, are you all in on Go Army, Beat Navy, or Go Navy, Beat Army? That's the KavanaughCars.com question. Who you got tomorrow? Who you pulling for? I would like, I, you know, I'd like your heart pick instead of your head pick in that one tomorrow. Although, uh, again, you know, this is not one for these for these teams. Um, it, it appears, at least on paper, to be a significant mismatch. Uh, both teams have had, had some struggles in 2022. And Navy is 4-7 and record. Army is 5-6, and six, but they've got a couple of FCS wins in there. Navy is favored by 2.5 with this one kicking off at 2 CBS in Philly. And again, all of the, the pageantry and everything else that goes along with this game starts up at 11 on the CBS Sports Network if you want to watch the March on and uh, some of the other things that are going on with this one. Meanwhile, today at 11 o'clock, Wilson Contreras was introduced as the newest St. Louis Cardinal, put on the jersey for the first time, had the Q&A along, along with uh, John Mazalak and, and Ollie Marmol, so he is ready to go. Of course, if uh, you spent much time online yesterday and you were looking around for Cardinals news, you probably saw Wilson Contreras's note or letter in the Players' Tribune. And it was titled, Let's Do This, St. Louis. And Wilson Contreras has already said, you know, he's not necessarily trying to, he's not trying to be the next Yadier Molina. He's, he's trying to be Wilson Contreras. But... He certainly knows how to appeal to a fan base that has practically worshipped Yadier Molina for the past 20 years. As he says, opening up in his note in the Players' Tribune, quote, first things first, no one could ever replace Yadier Molina. We all know that. It's impossible. Actually, if there's some word that means even more impossible than the word impossible, that's what it is. Yadier Molina is a legend is how Wilson Contreras opens his statement. It continues to go on. It talks about all of the the ways that he is a mentor and an inspiration and uh, how much Contreras admires him for his work on and off the field. Talks about how high the bar is. But he says he's not somebody you ever replace. And he's not looking to do that. He is looking to come in and beat Wilson Contreras. He continues to say, you know, I'm a winner. I came here to win. Talking about... Also, the reasons that he decided to be a part of the Cardinals organization. Stating the fact that he came to St. Louis because he knew the history of the team. Quote, I know this is a team looking to win. There are several other statements made by Contreras uh, along those lines. I did, <laughs> I did think that, uh, you know, there were a, a couple of nuggets that that came out from you know prior to his time on the podium that you know showed off a little bit more of his personality as opposed to just saying the things that everybody says during a a Q&A session like this but I think uh, Contreras said that that early on in this process or, or actually very quickly after he was named as a new cardinal that he and Adam Wainwright had a conversation uh, almost immediately after Contreras 
signed and uh Wainwright said something along the lines of you know do you think do you think we could get 326 together and to which the response was well sure why not that would take a lot uh Adam Wainwright of course his arm would fall off by then to be honest with you but it's fun to talk about and fun to joke about so a new era begins behind the dish for the Cardinals several clips of that press conference that you can find all over social media and of course the post-dispatch and uh, numerous other places as well in other news out there there's some interesting college football news today that we didn't get into that had had nothing to do with uh, the coaching carousel or the transfer portal or things like that that we've spent so much time talking about as of late and I apologize for just now bringing it up because this was actually this is fascinating there was a report that came out earlier today from ESPN that said that 10 schools from the ASUN and the WAC are in the early stages of combining to create a football-only league that will make the jump from FCS to FBS sometime in the near future. The teams in that league would consist of Stephen F. Austin, Utah Tech, Eastern Kentucky, Austin P., Abilene Christian, Southern Utah, Tarleton State, Central Arkansas, and North Alabama. UT Rio Grande Valley would also join this group once its program gets off the ground prior to 2025. This group would become the 11th FBS conference and would be considered part of the group of five. Right now, this conference doesn't have a name yet. It's just the Sun Whack or the Whack Sun or so, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But the goal is to begin play at the FBS level in 2024 because its members would have to go through the NCAA mandated two-year transition process. And while there is also currently a rule that prevents single sport conferences from joining FBS, reports indicate that that rule would be lifted. This would be interesting. We've seen a flurry of teams move up lately. Of course, JMU just moved up to join the Sun Belt. They did fine. Jacksonville State, Sam Houston State, going to join Conference USA next year. Kennesaw State going to join Conference USA the year after that. A lot of these schools that we mentioned have pretty successful track records in terms of of being strong FCS programs. I'm not sure if that's the case. I'm I'm pretty sure North Alabama just moved up from D2 not that long ago. I'd have to go back and double check. Not necessarily surprising to see Eastern Kentucky on this list. You go back a few years before Coastal Carolina joined the Sun Belt, and Eastern Kentucky was one of the finalists for a potential expansion team did. The Chanticleers ultimately being the team getting in. Of course, Central Arkansas being on this list is interesting. As if this plan comes to fruition, it would give the state of Arkansas its third FBS team. So I'm not necessarily sure what that would mean from a, a big picture standpoint. I'm not sure what the, the potential hurdles would be. In terms of getting this league off the ground, I've not seen reports about, about I guess, look, you got to have a broadcast deal. Although, if ESPN is the one reporting this news, then there have probably already been conversations there. 
And it would be interesting to see what the process would be like to get this new league, NCAA legal. I don't know what the history is of a whole new league appearing. I mean, we've seen, whenever there's conference realignment in, in other situations, it's typically, all right, you take some of the teams from a previous FBS league and some other teams from a different FBS league and you mix them all together and maybe have one FCS team to call up and, and be a new league. This is a whole new roster of teams that are not currently in the football bowl subdivision. The last time there was a, a whole new FBS league, that was when the Mountain West began operating in 1999. There's been, I guess, there's been new leagues since, but all they were was, you know, again, kind of name changes. The American was technically a new league that we've seen since then, but that was just, I mean, that was what was left of what? The Big East? So it's not necessarily the same thing. There's also questions about what would happen uh, with the, the transition period, what would happen with the, the CFP. And who knows? But it is something that you would think that maybe the NCAA Transformation Committee would have to figure out. Or who knows, they could punt. Wouldn't be the first time the NCAA has had a decision in front of them and just said, ah, you know what, we'll just let you guys figure it out. If I had to guess, it's probably what's going to happen. So, uh, who knows? Who knows how that'll work out. I tell you what, let's go ahead and step aside. We've got one more break to take today. We'll do so. We'll come back and then see what else is out there news-wise before we call it a wrap this week. You're on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh, no. What's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today, and I'm trying to get set up, but I can't even get calls from the office. Okay. Do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay. I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office, and we'll get that app installed. That way, you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we use in the office. Once you log in, you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop. Fantastic. Now I need to get started working. When working from the office, at home, or on the road, Spectrum VoIP makes it easy. If you'd like a free demo, call 870-454-HELP. That's 870-454-4357. Or visit us online at calmersolutions.com. Spectrum VoIP from Calmer Solutions. Cloud-hosted, high-quality VoIP at the best price. It doesn't matter if you need to stock up for a holiday gathering, stock up after a holiday gathering, or pick up something for the grown-up on your gift list. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices with more than 200 flavors from around the world. And there are lots of gift sets available this holiday season. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year. Any time of year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's in Cardwell and in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's at Riverside. 
The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragon. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragon. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragon. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. First Financial Mortgage is well known for their commitment to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Kenneth had to say. My wife and I were met at the door with a big smile and a knowledgeable expert. With many years of experience, we were calmed with Mrs. Tucker's demeanor. First Financial Mortgage did all the work and helped us with any and all questions. The experience was flawless. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A-State Athletics. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. CareLink, Central Arkansas's area agency on aging, strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and meals on wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Though they made it home safely, many veterans are fighting the raging war within called post-traumatic stress disorder. Felt hopeless. Nowhere to go, nowhere to turn. Feel guilty for coming back when others stayed there. There's an organization that is doing all they can to help our veterans, the American Legion. I wish all the boys out there that were coming home today would just realize that organizations like the Legion are there for them. To learn more, visit legion.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Not even going to lie to you as we wrap things up here on a Friday edition of the Workday Red Zone. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I'm still keeping up with the World Cup. I'm, I'm not after the U.S. got knocked out Saturday in a painful 3-1 to loss to the Netherlands. I really have not. I've not watched a single additional second. I've just seen tweets scroll by on social media, and that's about it. But I do love a good underdog story. Whether that is on the pitch or the field or the court or what have you. And I do know that Croatia just knocked Brazil out of the World Cup. I think Brazil may be one of the favorites. And instead they're going home. Pretty interesting stuff there. Hey, looking around, uh, before we get out of here again, uh, last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Who you got tomorrow? Are you pulling for Army? Are you pulling for Navy? In the 103rd meeting between those two teams, 2 o'clock on CBS 9303776. The number to call if you have a 
rooting interest either way. I tell you what, let's bring up the poll before we get out of here and see what you all have said on Twitter. And it's gone back and forth throughout the broadcast today. And right now, the Army fans pulling ahead 58% to 42% on our KavanaughCars.com questions. KavanaughCars.com. Of course, a great place to head if you are starting to look around for a new or new-to-you vehicle. Maybe that is going to be your Christmas present to yourself. Because despite what... <laughs> to go off on a tangent for just a quick second, the the Christmas commercials that you... The commercials that you always see on uh, around the holiday where a person, like, surprises their spouse with a whole new $50,000 vehicle... What world are these people living in? Because if my partner went out and spent fifty grand on a purchase without talking about how it would impact our household finances, Smack I would have a stroke. Yeah. Like, I cannot wrap my head around that. Then again, usually the houses that you see in the background in these commercials are like multi-million dollar yeah. <laughs> homes. So they don't have... And to add insult to injury. They're just cheesy as all Yeah. So these, these fictional people in these commercials obviously do not have budgetary concerns <laughs> like some of the rest of us but goodness gracious and they love driving in the mountains yeah in the snow like, the weather's so, yeah. just insane yeah <laughs> anyways uh consult your spouse yeah right. <laughs> and then consult cavanaughcars.com <laughs> yeah. uh because uh, they've got uh, all of their inventory there for you online so it's everything from from the cavanaugh ford dealership and from Kavanaugh Kia and from Kavanaugh Hyundai it's all right there at one spot so you can start that search process and then go ahead and get pre-approved and, and find out what your trade-in is worth and everything else you'll need to do before you can actually drive away in a new vehicle or you know just buy a car and surprise don't know how well that's gonna go <laughs> <laughs> I love holiday commercials because they're just wildly unrealistic they, and, it's insane and Mariah Carey's in the background and everything oh ain't that the truth I uh, also have not at all gotten remotely close to being done with my Christmas shopping. Oh, got to get on it. One of the things you could you could tell someone on your wish list that you have tickets for them to the Cardinals Caravan. I mean, is that accurate? No, because it's a free event coming up in, in January at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. But do they know that? Maybe not. Maybe not. You can just pretend. Be like, mm -hmm. hey. I've got plans for us to go to this awesome event where we're going to get to meet some of the members Take of the pictures, yeah, Cardinals and, and alumni and things like that. And the kids can get free autographs and they don't they don't have to know that it's completely free yeah. and, and open to the public. Just, you know, tell them it's, it's coming up. Uh, that is coming up again. Uh, do went to a little bit more than a month away that we will have that event for you. Again, at the Embassy Suites, we don't know the attendees yet. They usually wait until it's a lot closer to that event before they put those names out there. But there have been some great players to roll through Jonesboro in the past few years that we've done that event. I mean, Jack Flaherty was here a couple years ago. Jordan Hicks has been here before. So, uh, of course, we haven't been able to have this event in Jonesboro the past two years due to the pandemic. So it's coming back for the first time in a, in a couple of years and cannot be more excited about this event. Also, you know, last year, I think you had that whole lockout thing. So that also <laughs> made it a, 
a no-go. So it'll be good. It'll be fun. Cannot wait. That's coming up, of course, next Saturday. The 17th, we'll start bringing you coverage of the 75th NEA Invitational Tournament. We're going to have all those games for you here on the ticket. So a full day coverage. Uh, Actually, we'll have, uh, when we look at our coverage next Saturday, December the 17th, we'll have games for you both here on the ticket and on KBT. KBT, That's right. And then, of course, uh, the rest of those games. There's also going to be games coming up for you on uh, the the 20th, the 23rd, 27th, 28th, 29th. So several, several days of NEA tournament action that you're going to be able to hear here on KNEA. Coming up tonight, though, I'm going to have some Grizzlies for you. 16-9, and nine, man, are what the Grizzlies are doing right now. They're actually in a little bit of, I guess, um, we'll call it a softer part of uh, their schedule. So it's good to see this team make a little bit of hay. Uh, while the opportunity is there. And one thing that continues to amaze me and has been pointed out by numerous different you know, bloggers and NBA writers over the past few days, but 25 games into the season, we still have not seen a single minute where John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Desmond Bain have all been on the court together. But yet, this is a Memphis Grizzlies team right now that is just right out of the conversation of being the best team in the West. They are, right now, if you've, if you've missed it, if you thought the Pelicans was just that team that Zion may or may not be playing for on any given game, that's not accurate this year. They're actually leading the Western Conference. But the Grizzlies are a half a game behind, currently tied for Phoenix with 16-9 record. So again, Grizzlies 16-9, have not had their big three in action all at the same time. Tonight looks like on paper an excellent opportunity for the Grizzlies to extend their winning streak, which is currently right now sitting at four games. They have not lost a game yet in this month of December. But they're taking on the Pistons. Pistons are bad. I don't know where they rank right now in total overall terribleness. Uh, Not the worst record in the association, but not very far from it. In fact, I think Orlando only beats him by one half of a game. So on paper, this should be a game where the Grizzlies can cruise to a win. And again, 7 o'clock is when that one is going to tip off tonight right here on the ticket. A ton of action coming up this weekend. Grizzlies uh, will have women's basketball for you here on the ticket on Sunday. Cowboys football on Sunday. A-State men's basketball on K-Fine tonight. And, of course, high school hoops across the EAB family station. So I hope you all have a wonderful sporting weekend. That is a wrap for us. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate Colton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning on uh, Monday for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way. 10 of the Workday Red Zone returns Monday at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great great weekend.